Thank you. So tired of everyone being concerned about an animal instead of humans. Rachel, we're talking the same language. We it's not that we're and it's also it's not that we're not concerned about the dog, but what about the humans? It's because of the dog's behavior, the humans' lives are destroyed. Couples can't go on date night. Single people can't go on date night. People can't go to work. People are stressed. People are anxious. People can't have pe people cannot have friends over the house. Their kids can't go come come over the house. People can't have dogs out of the kennels when they're at, like when the kids are out. They have to kennel up their dog. Which which like I want it to be better. What about the humans? Everybody's worried about like. Well, the quality of life, or that's mean to do to the dog. Mean to do to the dog? We work with families that literally cannot leave their homes. We have families who can't have people at their houses. What about the humans? Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey everybody, how are you? It's Chef Gal Masala, Canine Training, and the wonderful, beautiful, stunning Joelle in her cap. You'll be seeing her now for the next couple months with a hat on. It is cold. It's probably the best part of fall with those damn hats you wear. I do like my beanies, and I don't have to do my hair. And, so. your, and your new jacket. It's healthy hair season. Yep, definitely. Your hair looks definitely great. All right, everybody, this is a Q&A show. You'll ask a question. I'll give an answer. A lot of it's problem solving. You'll notice from the cadence and the questions, it's how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? And the way you stop in a want to behavior is through a punisher. That's just the way it is. Now, punisher has been hijacked to mean abuse. It's the farthest thing from it. It's just an opposite of a reward. It's a very, very unemotional, casual no with a consequence. You actually have to know how to do it. There's actually an art to doing it. Um, if you do it wrong, it probably won't work. Um, so there's actually a, nobody's teaching it except for a few people, but it's probably the most important part of dog training. And then we also have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars. In fact, we head to Virginia and then Austin and then San Diego, well, actually Vista, and then Phoenix. And that's seminared out then for the year. And then there's also two more leash reactivity seminars where it's just leash reactivity. And there's one coming up this Saturday, and there's another one next month. We do it every single month. That's how big leash reactivity is. It's probably the biggest thing out there, that and separation anxiety. Um, and we're in the middle of filming some great content. In fact, we probably should have an ad running for our, that wonderful course that you filmed and put together on mastering the walk and maybe you can type in the in here, type yeah. in the, the link for everybody to go to um and that's really really exciting that now for, for it's 27 dollars you can get a course plus also you can join even if you don't buy the course go to the link that joelle is putting in and you can jilly's join solid canine training university because all the new courses that we put up whether you want to buy them or not, that's how you're going to get notified of them. So you'll want to do that. So now we're going to have online courses where for anywhere in the world, you can train your dog. 
we're going to, we've got seminars that travel right now, just the continental United States. Pretty soon um, we'll be able to go around the world. All depends on, you know, all their protocols and policies. And then we have the training center here, which we do top to bottom dog training, which we're more proactive on teaching wanted behaviors. And I mean, obviously we're known for a lot of stopping of some pretty dangerous stuff. We're yeah. one of the few trainers out there that work with true aggression, massive leash anxiety, and some dogs just need a, a, a refresh, a reboot. Um, in fact, after this, I think we head over to Home Depot to do some filming with Tucker and um, um, I'm excited for that. And then this weekend, we do some filming. We should probably film some little outtakes, you know, just like put up some I know, teasers. There's so many little bits that I'm like, ooh, but I'm like, I just want to give it all away. Well, it's what like, we'll no, do we is, keep it in the course. is, Angelo, after this, we're going to Home Depot to film with Tucker. Will you take some quick photos while we're filming? Yep, good. So Angela will take some quick photos. We'll get those up so you can see some behind the scenes stuff. Do you need, support, do you need more water? No, I just want Okay. Um, so we're really, really excited to a really strong end of the year. And then 2022, we've got so much planned for everybody. So much planned. You are going to be amazed. So let's just jump right into it, Joelle. Looks like we've got a lot of good questions coming in. What do we got? All right, Sabrina. Hello, hello. Things are getting so much better since my mind reset. Mishka is less fearful of my husband. Glad Ksenia threw me under the bus. Your dog is amazing. Like, I want to steal her. That Caucasian Shepherd in Vegas. Yes. Uh, there wasn't much. There was, there was not much throwing under the bus going on. No. Well, she called her on her shit. Well, that that's. she's babying her dog. Well, that's the norm. But that's. The truth. I mean, it's it's in someone how you deliver it too. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's the obligation of of a good trainer to be a good human communicator and to politely, respectfully, matter of factly let them Sabrina, know. Sabrina, we knew it before Ksenia told us. It was obvious. Right. We got y'all figured out. Dogs don't fucking lie. Next. <laughs> I'm glad you're working through it though. Good. Me too. Nicholas, hi Jeff. I have a 15 week GSD. He shows signs of leash reactivity. Two dogs. Yep. I've noticed at PetSmart. Fur up, barking and pulling. Sit and watch command works. The problem okay. is, I want to stop it before I need to make the command. So, this is the thing. Okay. First of all, Nick and Carolyn, it's a 15 week old dog. So, put on the brakes, get a restful night, don't stay up all night. The fuck if you two are going to be arguing about this shit. All right? I don't think they said they're arguing. I didn't say they were either. I'm saying I can see it leading down the path of arguments. Okay. Okay? Fair enough. So, do you really want your dog to sit and look instead of being leash reactive? Sure. Or do you want your dog to not be leash reactive? Yes. That's what you want. So what are you going to do? 15 weeks old, the dog is most likely doing it out of excitement and out of like, hey, I want to meet you. But it is not too soon to say no with a leash pop. All right. Next. Julie Starnes. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. Love from Nebraska. Oh, hey, Julie. Hey, how Julie. are you? Hope Jeff's doing well. Oh, my gosh. I got bumped already. Mm -hmm. Show has just begun. Sabrina said, Jeff Gelman is the greatest. Highly recommend. Oh, well, thank you. Joelle's pretty damn good herself. Tom, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Tom. Hope everything's going well in Ireland. Skipping any. Jenny, hi, J&J. Bought the Walk the Walk program. Nice. I'm super thrilled. 15 minutes in, and I find it so helpful. Thank you. Will there be more? 
I'll let you answer. First of all, thank you so much. You can answer the second part of the question. Yes, we have literally endless amounts of content coming out. But right now we're filming our big course, the big one. I'm just on the basics though. The basics. So if you have a overly excited, out of control dog, no like reactivity or anything, but a lot of people have super friendly dogs that are just out of control. We're going to teach you how to train them up all the way to verbal compliance on leash and then all the way up to off-leash obedience on their e-collar. Step by step, we're showing troubleshooting. We're showing everything. But, and then... Everything. But then... How to take it off property. That's what we're doing tonight. Yes. The dog that we've been working for the last two weeks, he's now ready to start going to stores. We're going to show you how we do that. We're going to take him to the woods. We're going to show you how we do that. It's going to be great. But including in that is we are going to be having videos of showing actually how to properly stop an unwanted behavior we show corrections. showing corrections but even for showing our obedience course we're yeah. showing some corrections yeah. but it's like when you're working yeah. with the easy dog it's no but big we deal. will be showing how to work with challenging dogs you're yes. going to see that'll be a separate yes. course 20 years of knowledge will be documented in video format and for sale next um, all right. So the link though, so our new website is academy.solidk9training.com. And if you go under the programs tab, that's where you're going to start finding all of them. Right now, Walk the Walk is the only one available for purchase. It is $27. That's it. 27 bucks. You'll have the best walk of your life. Price will most likely be going up soon though. Also, if you join our Patreon channel, which is only $10 a month, you're going to be getting discounts on every one of these courses. Next. We sound like Ben Shapiro now, <laughs> throwing our little ads in there. No, we're not. <laughs> hey, do you need a good night's sleep? Yeah, do you need a good night's sleep? Speaking of which, <laughs> you know, do you need to be, I can give you a What's good night's sleep. the one he does, the home one, that home protection? I don't worry about people breaking <laughs> into my home. Not only will you get a good night's sleep, you'll get it next to your gold and silver yeah. <laughs> with your alarm system and you'll be able to see your kids with the nest cam yeah next michelle hi long time no see i took a huge internet break i missed you guys so much you didn't miss we anything missed michelle, michelle because we we been, took a big internet break well too. i should know we took a big podcast break yeah an, an involuntary podcast break timing brianna how did you both get into dog training long story and my my normal stock answer is what are you fucking writing a book brianna but both of us had had really out of control dogs we could not find help we got help it inspired us i did 20 years ago joelle did um four years ago and she started as my intern and now she's literally rocking and rolling the show and um we both love helping people too. people we are Die hard helping people fans. People think we're these dog fanatics. We are not. We are human fanatics. Next. Bane said hi, Michelle. <laughs> um, okay, Bane, take it to a private room. Yeah. Okay. Ask her for a phone number okay. somewhere else. All right. Rebecca. Hi, Jeff. I signed up for your 60-minute online some training. I haven't heard anything. How far are you training? You should have gotten a response in 24 hours or less. Um because that's check your spam or junk folder. The spam a lot. Okay, but we contact we reach out by email within 24 hours or less after you make that purchase. Purchase and um, Kristen handles all of that stuff. Next, Jennifer, how much space in a muzzle do dogs need for just in a vehicle? My lab needs. He doesn't have a full pant, but still can open halfway and stick tongue out. That's fine. You're more concerned about can they get it off or not. That's the biggest thing. And you don't want the muzzle. If you're talking about a basket muzzle, 
you, if any of the firmer muzzles, you don't want the, the, the muzzle to go up into the eyes. Next. Della said, yes. I think that's to the course. Maybe. Awesome, Della. Know. Thank you for the excitement. Karen. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. Karen. Hi, Karen. Hello. Terry. Hi, guys. Love mastering the walk. So many little things I picked up on that I hadn't noticed before. I think that's going to be the norm. Yeah. I think it's going to be I the norm. Think, so, guys, I know we have so much free YouTube content out there. But you're missing a lot. But we are going so deep into concepts in this stuff. Wait, where are we going? Deep into concepts. Like we're breaking it down. We're getting like into like dog trainer. How mode. we actually dog like, train. How we train at the center. Like you're seeing it right. step by step, how we run a board and train and like this, all the protocols. This, we do. this is the goal. The goal of all of this in 2022 is this. I do five to six online consults around the world. And you know what the big ones are? Australia and the UK, ironically. Um, well, Australia, you, Australia, you have no choice but to use a remote dog trainer. Why? Because you can't fucking go to one. You can't go anywhere. Um, and uh, we wanted more people to be able to, we wanted to be able to help more people. Again, we want to help more people. That's the big motivation of 2022. In fact, we just registered a new website called Consider the Human. Why? Nobody's considering the human. Nobody. Next. Jenny, do you happen to know of any good trainers I can work with in the Chicago area? All of them that I found believe in positive training only. Um, first of all, I need to know what your issue is, but probably no matter what your issue is, talk to Meg. So. Oh, yeah. Meg trains dogs. Meg trains dogs. Look at Meg trains dogs. Megan. And there is probably a dozen trainers in the Chicago area that believe in a more balanced approach. So positive reinforcement training, which we do a ton here, even with aggressive dogs, is how you train a wanted behavior. But in order to proof that behavior and to get rid of a behavior, you need to do punishment. Next. Uh, Cization. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, I've been watching your Q&As for months, but I've never said hello. I'm Am I the first fan from Poland? Um, I'm fortunately you are not. We have a huge, huge Polish fan base. In fact, I believe there is a Jeff Gelman fan club in Poland and they meet every Thursday. At I think Marta was first though. Okay. I think they meet every Thursday <laughs> at a local pub and they watch it on the big screen. Next. Uh, Jean Pierre. Hello from Austin, Texas. I've seen your photo videos and I think your training and tips are helpful. Just want to ask, how can I train my dog to guard? He's too nice to everyone, but I want him to be a badass. So, Jean Pierre, I would look for a sport dog trainer. I don't do that. I get dogs to unguard. But second of all, listen, be careful what you wish for. To me, a badass is a well-trained, well-behaved dog. You mm. really, if you want to get into sport and you want to get the dog to guard, just be careful. Just be careful. Okay. If you have, for instance, my dogs, I've got German Shepherds and a Malinois, and I like larger breed power dogs. The last thing I want them to do is to be aggressive. I want them to be friendly. Now, just because they're friendly, that doesn't mean they're going to go up to people. In fact, they're not allowed to go up to people. They're not allowed to go up to dogs, but they're safe, friendly dogs. Next. Um, Lindsay, so I have two questions. I hope that's okay. No, it's not. You can only get no. one. So pick one. You're going to wait. Hopefully we'll pick one. Pick the second one. 
I have a three, almost four month old English lab puppy who growls when you stick your hand in its food bowl. Oh, oh, snap. The other problem is that he does great healing on the leash until he sees a person or dog. Then he freezes up and tries to run up to them. How do I go about fixing okay. these problems? Lindsay, first of all, you have a you have a three to four month old dog and you're having problems healing. I know. It's yeah. young. So how do you keep from going up to people? Don't move. Hold your ground. Pop the leash back. Okay? You can put that dog on a prong collar if you want to. All right? Second of all, food growling. I'm glad the dog is exhibiting that behavior now. That dog needs to be very firmly, unemotionally corrected for growling over the food. Get yourself a bonker. If you don't know what a bonker is, it's this little cotton towel. That broke the internet two years ago. That does not have an iron bar or a brick or a frozen water bottle. It is a rolled up towel. And you would say, no, boom. Yes, you are hitting, if you want to call it that, but you are throwing the towel at the dog's head. No, don't have to raise your voice. Don't have to yell. What I would do, personally, if it was my dog at three or four months, I'd scruff that dog. Hold it up and gently remove it. Remove, remove it from my space. You absolutely positively will not growl over food, but saying no first is very, very, very important. Next. Megan, hey guys, love seeing all the stuff you're doing lately. Thank you, Megan. David Smith, hey guys, finally catching you live in a while. Both you and Ray are out of prongs, stuck on a ship, I assume. So we have prongs in, but we're not selling them online. Why? We're hoarding them. We're hoarding. We're hoarding them. Be seriously, we're actually hoarding them. I'm buying them. I will buy hundreds of them at a time. Why? Because there is a shortage. And why is there a shortage? Talk to Brandon about that one. Next. Uh, Robert, where can I get a clear breakdown of what is generally too much babying for our working dog who gets plenty of exercise? I feel like it's contributing to some stubborn behavior. So you can do a one-on-one online consult with me. That's what I'll do. That's actually how I make a living. All this information we're giving away for free. All of our YouTube stuff is for free. Um, all of our social media is for free. Um, this is the thing. Exercise and babying are not opposites. So... You know, exercise doesn't fix stubbornness. Exercise does not make a dog better trained. Exercise is, yes, please exercise your dog. But you don't have to exercise your dog to fix an unwanted behavior. Um, it all depends on what your behavioral issues are. It also depends on how good of a correction of bad behaviors you are. So there's a lot of variables involved. The fact that you have to ask that question, though, you're probably babying your dog too much. Next. Edward. Hey, guys. Hello from Edward Frebowitz and New Jersey. Oh, hey, Ed. How are hey, you? Ed. Good thing you, you we spelled it your full name because it wasn't in your bio name. <laughs> His handle. <laughs> okay. Ed, we know who the fuck you are. <laughs> Crystal, let me just say thank you for your free content. Our seven-month-old puppy was kicked out of puppy class for barking and being reactive on the leash. The pure, positive, force-free trainer was determined our pup could be fixed using a hot dog. When that didn't work, we were kicked out. That led me to YouTube, where I found your channel. My pup has been so well-behaved through the use of a prong and mini-educator. The trainer told me the prong and e-collar would make her fearful, and the behavior was worse. Okay, so Crystal, let's just sit on this for a little bit. Let's just sit on this for a little bit. You went to a trainer who is probably, most likely, and I just say this not in condemnation or anything else. 
but most likely a certified accredited trainer because that's what most positive reinforcement trainers are. They like to acquire letters, titles, certificates, which is fine. But guess what? It don't mean shit if you can't fucking stop a seven-month-old dog from doing a bad behavior. Okay? You can take those certificates, crinkle them up, and wipe your fucking ass with those things. Here we go. <laughs> okay? The fact that a professional dog trainer has to kick out a seven-month-old puppy for barking for barking and being reactive is a fucking joke. I am sorry. My name has been destroyed online for the last two years. My children have gotten death threats and far worse. We've gotten over a million pieces of hate. I get like literally threatened every day. All because I stopped an aggressive dog from pulling its owner out of her wheelchair and stopped a dog from biting, which I do every day. But meanwhile, you've got a dog trainer here who can't even shut up a dog. Why isn't that all over the news? Because you shouldn't be a dog trainer. So don't use these two tools because it'll make your dog worse, but I'm going to kick you out of class. Huh? So not only are you wrong, but you suck and you're unethical. Sorry. Hashtag truth. I'm not angry either. I'm just passionate and I'm sick and tired of dog trainers that can't stop the simplest behavior. You, you know how easy it is to stop a seven-month-old dog? That dog could have been stopped in literally one second. One second. I do it every day of my life. I do it live in front of people in my seminars. I do it on video. Give me a dog that's reactive. It's seven months old, seven years old. I'll stop it in one second. It's not that difficult <laughs> to do. And it won't ruin the relationship. It won't make it scared. It won't make it afraid. If anything, it'll make it all better. Yes, I'm going on a rant. Why? Because I'm sick and tired of these dog trainers out there who can't stop basic things. That is the most basic, simplest thing in the world. Next. But good job, Crystal, training your own dog by yourself. For free. With our videos. For free. Because you put in the work. Yeah. Good job. Megan, how soon? Crystal, you should also change your middle name to Meth. Crystal. Oh, Meth. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Megan, how soon would I be able to set up a consultation and get my dog in for board and train? Two-year-old lab nipped at the delivery man yesterday. So, two different things. You fill out and you go to our website, solidcaninetraining.com. SolidCanineTraining.com. There's nothing attached to it. Uh, Do you want to go ahead and do that, though, please? Yeah. Where That's, is it? It's in my bag, maybe. Maybe. I don't even know. But it's hooked up to yours. Oh, it is? Remember? Yeah, but where's the collar itself? I don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sit back down. Okay? Okay. Um, 
So the, this is the thing is you fill out a contact form. I call you back tomorrow. If you fill it out tonight, we're at about a three month wait list for a boarding train. But if you want to, no, if you want to, um, if you want to do a online consult, those, those are different. So we don't need to do, we can do a quick phone call to determine the boarding train. But if you want to do a one-on-one -on -one consult, we're about a week to two weeks out on that. So two separate things. Next. Uh, Hoku canine training. We have a dog that is really slow and stiff when training. He's normal when not training. How yeah. do I get him comfortable and to speed up? Verbal praise is helping, but he's still shaky as well. Yeah. So this is the thing. There's a lot of dogs out there and people will say, oh, it's because of the training techniques. It's not. It's actually because like the dog actually just doesn't, isn't interested in learning right now. Mm -hmm. And well, you're not using a, bad, a big enough motivator. You have not worked with the dogs that we've worked with. And I know the dogs that, that they work with as well. There are a lot of nervous, fearful, shut down genetically, not modified right dogs out there. They struggle in life. And sure, they'll run around and have fun. But as soon as you actually put a leash on them, even a slip lead, yep. and ask them to do something, they are like, nope, well, won't, do, won't do it. Most unmotivated dog. Oh, use higher value tr food. Still won't do it. Use higher than higher value food. Still won't do it. Why? The dog doesn't want to learn. Keep working the dog. So sorry that you're not that enthused about learning, but guess what? Still got to learn. Next. Um, Alyssa said hello from North Carolina. Hello. I just talked to somebody that lives in Asheville today. Oh, I love Asheville, mm -hmm. especially this time of year. Yep. JJ, how old does my mini schnauzer need to be before I can use a prong? He's 20 weeks and almost 13 pounds. He pulls the leash all the time outside unless he sits or lies down eating grass. You could have used it six weeks ago. So today, tomorrow, 2.25 millimeter. Next. Sawblade Entertainment. Someone was saying they were training with science, but I noticed they never showed the dog in public. So usually people that say they're training their dog with science. What does that mean? Ask them, what does it mean? Literally say to them, what do you mean by that? What exactly do you mean by that? We train with science. We train with science. But also, who gives a shit if you train with science or not? How about training with dog training? Like, what does training with science mean? Because guess what? What do they go? Which science are they going by? Because there's a lot of science out there that's wrong when it comes to dog training. It's been proven over and over and over that it's wrong. But who cares? How about just showing me the dog? Show me the dogs. Here's a badly behaved dog. Show me how to make it a well-behaved dog. Grab the leash. Show me what you can do. Don't just talk. Talk, talk. talk is cheap in dog training. Yes, I'm talking now, but we have the videos to back it up. I got seminars to show you the work. This is not ego stuff. It's just like, I just can't stand people that are like, they got big ass mouths, but they have no nothing to fucking show for it. Next. Uh, pain. Hey guys, what's the best way to stop my 16 week Springer to stop playing with a 10 year old dog who doesn't want to play? You have to teach it the out command. We've got a video called out O-U-T. Watch it. In fact, if you watch today's videos, Joelle put up a fantastic video clip of two dogs playing. And all of a sudden I say out, they stop playing. Training went into that, but 
not it doesn't it's it doesn't take much to That's do be our next youtube video though we actually yeah. need to film it yeah. tomorrow hopefully on how we get dogs to. i've got after one o'clock i've got open next uh brianna love you guys you've helped me so much becoming more confident with my dogs that's what it's about brianna nicholas dog snap is that when you pull the leash hard back definitely will need to purchase your online contacts best idea ever so i need a little bit more context to that but historically if a dog dog snaps it's it's not just about the leash you want to start understanding the pre-snap okay the loading process the best most effective time to apply a punisher is when the dog is loading which would mean thinking of snapping there's always a sign a lot of people say oh but there's no sign there is always a sign always you just got to figure out what it is. But when the dog does snap, you would say no and then apply a correction, a punisher, yes. Next. Maddie, excited to see all the content. You guys are great. Thank you, Maddie. Well, just to just to give everyone a heads up, you can go. We have 50,000 pieces of content already available. Mm. This is going to be just different format, more intense. You pay for it, but you're going to learn because we're going, as Joel likes to say, deep. Um, Fosk. Hey, Jeff, my eight month dog drools a lot in the car, even for short drives, how to lessen his anxiety. Um, number one, I'd put a towel down. Um, number two, it's a state of mind thing. So put the dog down into a downstay and reinforce the downstay. Next. Enjoy the journey. Dog training. Howdy from beautiful Arizona. So appreciate y'all so much. Holly. Hey, Holly, we'll be out in Phoenix, hon. Can you be out there? I need a photographer. Talk to your husband next. Bye. Rachel, thank you. So tired of everyone being concerned about an animal instead of humans. Rachel, we're talking the same language. We it's not that we're and it's also it's not that we're not concerned about the dog, but what about the humans? It's because of the dog's behavior, the humans' lives are destroyed. Couples can't go on date night. Single people can't go on date night. People can't go to work. People are stressed. People are anxious. People can't have pe people cannot have friends over the house. Their kids can't go come come over the house. People can't have dogs out of the kennels when they're at, like when the kids are out. They have to kennel up their dog. Which which like I want it to be better. What about the humans? Everybody's worried about like. Well, the quality of life, or that's mean to do to the dog. Mean to do to the dog? We work with families that literally cannot leave their homes. We have families who can't have people at their houses. What about the humans? Next. Um, Rosemary, I have a six-year-old rescue who is in a car garage until me. She has high anxiety issues and she will eat fabric, paper, toys, etc. What can I do? Rosemary, the first thing you can do is stop calling it a, a rescue. You have a six-month-old, six-year-old, six you have a six-year-old dog. It is a dog. Rescue is not a breed. Yep, I'm a dick. But I'm telling you this for a reason because the you acquiring the dog at an older age has got nothing to do with its behavior other than it was allowed to practice that behavior. But can I tell you how many people purchase? You did purchase a dog, most likely, or it was given to you. You acquired it. They get a dog at eight weeks old. They do everything right, and it still eats paper. So what can you do? You set it up to fail. 
In fact, somebody made a comment on that. And I don't know if it was sarcastic or not. That doesn't sound like very much positive reinforcement. I'm like, who's saying anything about positive reinforcement? Of course, you set a dog up to fail. How do you think you're going to stop it from unwanted behaviors? Yeah, it's like we do a balance of both. We, we don't. Do... We never said we only use positive reinforcement. Right. Exactly. And who would ever think that anyway? It's like you'd think the opposite. <laughs> people should be surprised that we actually use reward-based training. So, um, how many people were surprised at how much food we used in? Even just training the heel one. Mm, a lot. We use a lot of food in I that know, video, I think. I know. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I just ordered a really large uh, food bag. I just ordered it on Amazon to take on the road with me. Big ass one. Deep. Why do you want a huge tree pouch like that? Because I like being able to stick my whole hand into it. And the other ones, I'm like, I'm always like, you can't fill it up with enough and they're too thin. Okay. You know, I also like to take the remote okay. and put it in the bag so I can use my hands and then just be able to dip. I like to be able to dip um, deep. I like to dip deep. Um, what was the question? There's a 499 top chat. I have no idea if you even answered the question. Oh, the sixth garage. Yeah. So put uh, paper on the ground, let the dog go over to eat it, say no, correct it with the remote collar. Next. Make it suck to eat paper. Next. Ashley, 499. Just saying, hey, loving the new look on the content. Stay out of trouble. LOL. Much love. So, Thanks, Ashley. Number one, that's all because of Joelle. She's the one that films, edits, narrates, comes up with the ideas. I have gray hair going on under here. Of all guys. the content. And as far as staying out of trouble, <gasps> that also is Joelle's responsibility. Yeah. She is I'm the, like his parent. I'm like, Jeff, be careful. Jeff, don't do that. Can you just rephrase that? And I do not act like a kid. I act like a fucking man. Okay. Give me that He's at least. He's reckless. Okay, but give me that at least. Thank you. Not I'm not some child. I feel like I say be careful though, like a lot. I'm not I'm not a <laughs> be man. Be careful. But I'm not a man child. Okay. Thank you. Erica, we have a we have three 10 month old pups. What the fuck were you thinking, Whoa! Erica? What is the best way to get them to stop pulling? They do fine with me, but not my husband. Just get rid of two of them. That's a joke, Erica. This is what I want you to do. Prong cowers on all the dogs. Get our how to walk your dog video. It's 27 bucks. But you can also watch free videos. Do one dog at a time, then a second dog, and then a third dog. Get them all to walk behind you. Put them all in follow mode. They walk fine for who? Her, not her husband. Your husband's got to put in the work too. Next. Megan, my boxer has never been exposed to children and I'm scared to bring him around them. How do I gradually do this safely? Um, the boxer's never exposed himself. What I, well, if you want to teach him how to do that, themselves. what you do is you teach him how to get on his back and show his belly <laughs> and then his cock and balls will be fully exposed. What the hell? That's how you expose your dog to children. <laughs> the cool thing is a dog can't be arrested for that. Excuse no, me, officer. Everyone thinks it's funny. Excuse me, officer. Um, the double standards. Um, someone's exposing their cock and balls. <laughs> and the police officer comes up and they're like, it's a dog. Like, what do you want me to do? Arrest the dog? So what I want you to do is this. Learn the art of existence. Would you stop? We're doing a fucking show here. Jesus Christ. Talk, talking about a man child. It's like, grow up. <laughs> it's Angelo. He's over there fucking putting his You're thing. blaming my child? Now you're blaming him. <laughs> you 
It makes me laugh. So what I want you to do is get your dog around lots of kids on a leash in a nice heel. Put your dog in a down. Put your dog in place around kids. Hang out at playgrounds. Put your dog into a down. Get your dog used to the movement in the sound of children. Walk past them. Walk around them. You don't have to have direct interaction with them. Next. David Smith. Well, can I have one? <laughs> what, a prong collar? No. Or a set of cock and balls. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to be exposed, call up. <laughs> He wants keto cock and balls. <laughs> Excuse me, can I have a story of keto cock and balls, please? The keto sausage. The keto walnuts and sausage. They actually both sausage and walnuts That's are right. keto. That's right. Where would I, where would I find that? Um, that's aisle. That's the frozen food section. Next. That. It's like a, a hungry meals, a hungry man's meal, but it's like cock and balls. It's a sausage with all of the cock and balls for dinner. Or they, or some of them come with cherry tomatoes for the ones for the for for the for the folks that are on folks that are on the steroids. Next. Okay. okay, Karen said, talk to Brandon about the story. It's true. Oh my God. Everyone's out of control tonight. Uh, everyone or yourself? Craig, <laughs> Craig said hi. Both when I use the bonker on my American bully, I use plenty of force, but it has zero effect. Once thrown, he just runs after it and won't release. This dog is hard work and creating stress in the house. Help. So, Craig, I'm not saying this so you'll spend money, but you probably need a one on one. All right. So, if you got yourself a quote unquote stubborn dog and you just need an effective way to say your no we might have to be a little bit creative next Jacqueline my Saint Bernard is reactive to other dogs and is quite shy and nervous with people how should I train her to pass dogs without reacting she is very obedient on the whole hi from Scotland oh Scott I love Scotland love it love it love it love it we'll be back in the UK one day as soon as travel restrictions straighten up um what I want you to do is you need to understand loading, which is the precursor to the explosion. You need to be able to apply your punisher then. Punisher of choice, if you can do it in a stage setup, would be the bonker. Um, I've got videos on how to do that. You can use a remote collar, which they have not banned yet in the UK. So I, I, I they're going to. Not in Scot uh, probably in England first um, and then in Scotland next because they tend to like copy each other. And Wales already did it. Um, so what I want you to do is, um, start recognizing the loading and you correct then, but obviously on a proactive way, you're going to teach your dog how to properly heal next. Uh, Jacqueline, my St. Bernard is reactive. Did I already read this? I did. No. Right. Yeah. No, hold on. Did I read this one? I don't know. All I know is you've been laughing and I can't see it cause you're covering it. I know. It's so annoying how it does that. Autumn? No, this is new. Okay. Yeah, it like bumped you, you me. Skipped one, yeah. Hi, Jeff. Y'all hope y'all are doing well. Just moments ago, my dog bared her teeth at my very sweet cat when he tried to rub her face. She was just across the room watching me eat and possibly guarding. Suggestions? Yeah, get yourself a remote collar, tell your dog no and correct it. Also teach your dog the out command, which means get the get the hell out of here. And bottom line is 
a lot of people will say, this is what a lot of people say is, if you correct the warning, bearing your teeth, and the dog is just going to attack the cat. Listen, dogs attack cats without bearing teeth or growling. They just see a cat and attack it. So you can take all that away. Don't listen to that nonsense. Next. Um, and that you already did. So now you okay. go down to there. Yeah. JJ, I have a 225 Herm Springer prong collar ordered. Expected November 10th for the schnauzer. Awesome. Uh, Julie Ann, I have a client with a six-month-old pup that has not been outside due to sickness and lack of vaccines. Only pees on pee pads inside. The dog is walked three times per day by a dog walker. He never eliminates on his walks. Any tips? So I'm not the pee or poo guy other than when I'm in Amsterdam and I usually pay big bucks for that. But as far as dog training is concerned, that's not my forte. Um, so there are people that specialize in how to trans transfer dog from peeing on pads to outside and it probably involves putting the pads outside first in a certain spot and then eventually eliminating them and creating a pattern with a reward-based system that um, they do that as well as um, not allowing the dog to go to the bathroom inside anymore next um sabrina okay joelle i'll put you in my will mishka is the only dog i've ever wanted to cuddle and i've had many awesome nice i'll take her uh, Matthew, I feel like this is satire. I hope this is because this is strange. I own a German Shepherd. He's five months, five years old, but has a habit of humping me. Even though I slightly participate with protection, of course. Should I put the dog down or give five thousand dollars to charity? What What did you say before that this about is satire? I don't understand. Like what? So humping, you can stop in about. 30 seconds or why less. Why would you put the dog down or give 5,000 to charity? I, I don't know. You should do neither of the bottom and protection's got nothing to do with it. Humping is not, not usually sexual. It's just, a, it doesn't necessarily mean dominance either. I just call it an unwanted behavior. So it would be no and then correct. You can bonk, remote collar. You can use a stockyard whip with a double tap to the butt. Have someone else do that. Um, humping is relatively simple to fix. Usually takes us about three seconds to fix it. Next. Pulsar dog training. Joelle's face while she was putting together crystal and meth had me dying. Laugh my ass off. Math equations popping up in the air. <laughs> Pretty much. Brianna said, P.S. If you wrote a book, I would read it. I'm probably, I'm more of the video guy. Next. Nicholas, to teach heel, would you recommend prong or slip lead or halter for a GSD? So whatever is easiest for you. The biggest thing, Nicholas, is understanding learning theory and technique. So all three of those things work if the dog training system is correct. Personally, teaching a dog to be trained um, in heel on a slip lead is more of the challenging things for dog for dog owners. And you know, can I do it? Yeah. Can you do it? Most likely, it's just a lot more work, which doesn't mean you shouldn't do the work. But I like tools that help leverage training, that can help leverage the communication. Um, so, for instance, I just bought an ATV and it does not have, it's a used ATV. And I just say that because it's like, it's not, it's 50, 16 years old. Um, and maybe you've seen it in some of the um, photos and videos that we put on um, and Angela really likes it. Anyway, the point being is like, it doesn't have power steering. So it's a lot more work for me to turn that thing around, especially a three-point turn. I'd like power steering on it. Well, if I had a prong collar or um, a, a, 
a head halter, you know, I'd expedite the training of the, the heel better, but I'd still have to put the, put the hours in next. Um, Cization, yep. gotta go check out that bar then? Yeah, in Poland. Oh. Oh, yeah. They have such a good memory. I'm like, what yeah, the they, heck they have they a, talk about? They have a ton of fun. They have a ton of fun. Now, I heard they do have a dartboard there with my picture on it. So there obviously is like, you know, some non-fans there. But my understanding is all the players suck. So next. Enjoy the journey, dog training. Amen. I recently met a supposed force-free dog trainer who uses slip leads and is very proud of all the bites she gets while I'm making mini bonkers to stop seven pound chihuahuas immediately. So this is the thing about force-free. Force-free is a marketing slogan and nothing more. It is a marketing slogan and nothing more. There is no such thing as a force-free trainer. The only force-free trainer that exists is the human being that lives in the woods where dogs run wild. Everything else is done with force. If you have a dog that is in your car and you're driving in your car and all four do doors, if it's a four-door car, are closed and the windows are closed, you are using force to contain your dog. Putting a slip lead on a dog is actually 10 times, I just made that number up, but it's just multiple times more forceful than a prong collar. Multiple times more forceful. And anybody that's ever trained on both those tools knows that. So if you want to label yourself a force-free trainer and think that that makes you godlike or, or angelic or better or worse than someone else, it doesn't. It just means you've been sucked in to this marketing message and you're not serving dogs or owners to the fullest extent of the capabilities of dog training. It's as simple as that. Next. Jesse said, hey, J&J, long time no see. Love you guys. Yeah, it's been a while, Jesse. Where you been? Yeah. Ben? Hi, Jeff. I have a five-month-old Dalmatian that really pulls on the leash. Can I use a prong collar on her, please? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. Guys, you can use a prong collar as young as 12 weeks old. Turn it inside out just so the prongs stick out, just so they can feel the pressure. It's all about pressure and release. And then by the time they're 14, 16 weeks old, you can start using it. Yeah. Anybody that says... Like there's so many people that says you can't use these tools till they're at least six months old. Six months old? You know how many dogs will be get surrendered prior to six months old because they're such a fucking pain in the ass? No. No. Next. Erica said, well, not fine, but better than with him. Oh, if a dog walks. To three dogs. Decently. Yeah, with yeah, her. Yeah. Next. Liesl, we have a Malinois with us for board and train. He was rescued and sent to us. He was locked up in a horse stall for eight months yep. with no dog interaction and minimal human interaction. Sounds like a great up, great living condition. He is excellent while training, but when not training, he's very anxious, sticks to me like glue, and I have no idea how to get him to be more calm. And ideas. I got tons of ideas. You probably should do a one-on-one -on -one consult with me, as, as I do with many, many dog trainers. I actually have a mentoring program for dog trainers. But to tell you the 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 quick answer is you want to work on duration, place, duration, place. So many dog trainers talk out badly against that. They just don't know what they're doing. They don't know the power of duration, place. Duration, place is 
your Prozac. Duration Place is your anti-anxiety medication. Duration Place is your literally, you can change the whole thought press of, thought process of the dog and how, how it relates to the world. You can, you can literally solve so many anxiety issues by teaching the dog how to do nothing. A lot of trainers will say, keep it busy. Now, of course, do stuff for the dog. But Let's be real here. I work a lot of hours. My dogs are with me at all times. Guess what? They're doing a lot of nothing when I'm sitting at my desk. But you know what we do every morning? We took a hike in the woods this morning. Tonight, we're going to go ATV riding. Three times today, we played Chuck It. But everything in between, guess what else? They did nothing. Just laid down and just did nothing. Next. Uh, Latosa just chiming in almost nine month old border collie who's fearful and reactive will bark growl and then when people get close she'll hunker down they pet her she's all happy and wants to play any tips yeah so the dog needs confidence building the best way to do confidence building is through is through training train the dog what you want first of all put a kibosh on the meaning of new people right now train the dog what you want okay Correct the dog for non-compliance, proof the dog, do do then start doing um, things that will increase the dog's confidence, such as going over, under, through things, expose the dog to the world in a controlled and controlled way. So now you've got that working for you. And then get your dog around lots of people, lots of distractions. Don't let the dog flee. Don't let your heart get in the way. Use your head. You'll make progress. Next. Sherry, just want to say hi and thanks for all the content. We are doing the work and seeing the results. Awesome. Thanks. Proud of you. Jackie, I'm excited about your courses. I'm a dog walker and I want to start training courses. I love you both. Love you too. Jackie, you can start right now on our YouTube channel. Next. Julianne said hi from the Cayman Islands. Hey, Julianne. Nicholas. No, not actually him snapping. I mean, as in your advice earlier to me. When our GSD is leash pulling and reacting, you said dogs snap. I believe to correct. I was curious what you meant by that so I can correct. No, you said pop the collar. You said no and give a leash correction. Leash correction, yeah. You can do a leash correction. A leash correction is most people are good with the the outward, but they don't release. The learning happens on the release. But there's a lot of things you can do for leash pulling. We've got a video on how to fit a prong collar, how do you introduce the prong collar, how to start um training on the prong collar we also have a video on spatial um spatial pressure video we have we this have is that. the 15 week old puppy though that's like barking at stuff on the oh leash. the 15 week old puppy is yeah leash pop with a prong collar with a prong collar next pop. we can use a water bottle but it's not practical to carry that around yeah next um fosk thanks jeff he's already in downstay but drools leaders oh. anyway He'll live with it. I couldn't find any solution. XOXO from Barcelona. So Barcelona. Barso I've always wanted to go to Barcelona. Bar you have to so say bad. you have to say it like this. Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. I want to go so bad. Yeah. That's like my dream. Say when. I don't know if we're allowed right now. Yeah, we are. Oh, us? No. Like Americans in general. I don't know if we're allowed. Yeah. So what I want you to do is though is practice more duration stuff. Not just in the car. Next. Don, hi, I tried bonking my dog's crate for inappropriate barking, and he snarled and lunged at me through the crate. Yep. Suggestions? Thanks. Dog went into defense. Yep. So what I would do is keep a slip lead on that dog, 
believe it or not, pull the dog out of the kennel, say no, and then bonk. Put the dog back in, see what happens. Number two, get yourself a remote collar, no, and then correct. For anybody out there that says never correct a dog in a crate, it'll have a negative association with the crate is 100% wrong. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to do it, and they've never done it properly before. Next. Four ninety nine from the Noble Dogs. Okay, we're back. Four ninety nine from the Noble Dogs. What is some of the shrapnel effect that comes with installing a good out command and having a dog respect your personal space? Recovery timeline. Well, there's no negative shrapnel effect. No, it's just all positive. You have a more respectful dog. You have a more respectful dog. You've got a dog that's more respectful of you, Grant. Um, there's no negative. It's having a good out command allows you to literally remove your dog from your space at any time, stop your dog from doing something, um, uh, uh, taking your dog from a high arousal state to a calmer state. Um, I mean, there's no negativity at all. Next. Did you finish Donzo? I think the mic cut out mid hers. Her dog went into defense. So the dog went into defense. So slip the dog, slip the dog, and then bring him out and bonk him. Be careful. The dog might redirect on you. Put the dog back in. Probably, probably a remote collar. There's an art to it, but a remote collar is going to be your magic, your magic tool when it comes to that. Or um, keep the leash on the dog. Mm. Wait for it to bark. Bring it out of the crate. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. Next. Uh, three twenty-one. The cod. Hey Jeff, I've been watching videos for months. Great help. How old should a Rottweiler be for a prong collar? Minus ten weeks old and constantly resists walking on a leash. Thank you. So a ten-week-old Roddy is probably at least twenty pounds now. So take the collar now, put put it uh, inside out so the prongs go outward so it feels the pressure, and you'll be able to use that in a couple of weeks. Next. Jackie is laughing her ass off. Love Jeff's blunt answer. What blunt answer? Michael said, "Love you guys." Five-year-old. I don't know. Everyone's laughing. This is probably when you're talking about cock and balls. Michael said, love you guys. Five-year-old dog, anxiety, barking. What is the first step at correcting, helping her? So the first step, it would be to shut the dog up. So whenever you've got a bad behavior, you want to stop the bad behavior before you train. Now, so what you do is you, how do you stop the bad behavior? Bonker is great. Leash pop is great. Remote collar break. You guys, you, you can't escape the punisher. You can't escape the Punisher. Next. David Smith, I'm dying over here. I don't need a prong that bad. <laughs> All right, David. Word on the street. Desperate times. Word on the street says you're the first in line. Just saying. Rhonda, laughing my fucking ass off. You all are so great. Oh, thanks, Rhonda. David said, could be chicken and meatballs too, cock and balls. That could be. <laughs> Keto chicken. Megan, LOL. So, okay. Exposed was not the best way to wear that. <laughs> Why not though? Megan, <laughs> Megan, you gave us good content. I'm sure that will be a clip. <laughs> no, it's because you just misspoke. She said, I need to expose him to children or something where he's never been exposed. And you're like, oh, the dog needs to expose himself. <laughs> so I was like, expose himself. Like, yeah. it makes it sound like you can get one of them. He's going to expose himself. Well, you can even get one of them little doggy raincoats. <laughs> so then he's like, yeah. <laughs> like a fucking 
<laughs> like a straight creeper. Dog, yeah, you know, and you know, the dog will probably be all proud too. He him in an alleyway and like yep. takes his coat off. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably be all proud too. Like, you know, dogs are all proud like when they bring you something, like oh. like a dead animal. You know, it's like, look, he'll probably be like, look at my cock and balls. <laughs> with the kids. Yeah. Really appropriate. Hey. That's a good way to get exposure with the kids. Yep. Julie said, mine neither. Okay. Megan, best muzzle for boxers. Ooh, that's a hard one. There is a, I would, that is a Google question for all of your boxers, your bulldogs, a lot of your bully breeds that have got like, you know, even your, even your smaller ones with not much of, uh, they got a lot of smushy faces, your Boston's, they make um, special muzzles for those. A lot of standard off the shelf muzzles do not work. Next. Um, Brian, how to fix noise phobia to loud popping noises? The dog is desensitized to those sounds on TV or phone, etc. So what we do is we put the dog in a um, down or uh, uh, place, and then we expose the dog to it. And if the dog is freaked out and breaks command, we correct them for breaking command. We're not correcting them for being afraid. We're correcting them for breaking command. Next. Rachel. I've had great success with place. Taught my 18 month old lab last week. A few days later, she went after a horse. I called her back and she wouldn't move until I said break success. Good. Yeah. You definitely want to definitely want to have good. You definitely want to horse proof that dog. Um, eventually, if you're not doing it on a remote collar, put that dog on a remote because one good, first of all, your dog could die. Second of all, your dog could have its teeth knocked out. Mm. That's five grand minimum. Um, but massive, massive, massive damage. That's why everybody freaks out about the bonker. Um, you ever been kicked in the face by a horse? Like that's what hurts next. Kate. Hey guys, I'm really interested in learning your out command. So I watched the video for tracking an IGP. You pulled the dog away from the food in order to make them pull harder toward it. Does that ever happen when teaching out? Mm. Also, is there a long-term possibility your dog will be afraid of the bull? Long question. Sorry. Kate. Why do you have to ask such a long question? Okay. Way too long. Sorry, but not sorry. Okay. We're just kidding. So listen. I think Kate is new, so be easy on her. No, she's not. She's a regular. I recognize that photo from Facebook. Oh, okay. She goes underneath a different name, I think. So Kate, first of all, sport and pet dog are two different things. Another thing, whenever you pull and not pop, you are engaging opposition reflex. Okay. With the out command, it is different, all right? Um, the dog will not pull harder because it's you're not engaging opposition reflex. That's how bite dogs are trained, as you know, and that's how you're working your tracking as well. So as far as being afraid of the bull, I demonstrate this at every one of my seminars. I've done over 200 seminars around the world. We do it here constantly. Right after the first series of outs, yes, your dog might be hesitant of going towards the bull, but that lasts for like maybe the rest of the day. Your dog will eat tomorrow. Here's something really, really interesting. Max, who has been long dead, in fact, I think I'm putting a memory of him, of him tomorrow, a 13-year memory. Um, he didn't die 13 years ago, but he got me into dog training 20 years ago because he was my first dog. I didn't know shit. He, back when he wore a nylon collar with dog tags, dangly dog tags, he was eating out of his bowl. The dog tags got caught 
in the bowl. And then when he lifted his head up to chew, the bowl came up with him and crashed down. He didn't go near that bowl for a week. Think about that. So I'm not seeing dogs. I've outed thousands of dogs off a food bowl. I've yet to see one be afraid of the bowl. Now, because if I'm I'm not doing the protocol that makes them afraid of the bowl, like I would do for getting in the trash, getting in the litter box, getting them out of the, um, from counter surfing. That's a different protocol. Next. Rachel Pryor, she didn't know place or break. So that was wonderful. Thank uh, you. Awesome. Shit, I just got bombed. Okay, Beverly. Hi there, my one and a half year old dog or rescue is a sweetheart. If she starts eating off the ground, something she shouldn't, I've been able to take it out of her mouth, no problem. I gave her a knuckle from a pet store today and she went crazy for it, chewing it. But there was a point I thought she was going to choke on it and I tried to take it away and she snarled and yep, growled at sure me. did. Would not let me take it away. How do I nip this in the bud other than never give her that treat again? Well, this is, this is, so this is what's happening. What's her name? Beverly. So Beverly, this is what's happening. Everything you took out of the dog's mouth was not of enough value for the dog to guard. But now this knuckle, your dog is guarding. That's why we teach the out command. That's why we do it on a remote collar. That's why we make it suck. That's why we make sure the dog spits out the food so we don't have to put our hands in the dog's mouth. Why? Literally for the exact reason you just described. Next. Um, it's 4.59, so this will be the last one. Kathy and hi, Jeff and Joelle. Looking forward to my girl starting her board and train with you in January. Oh, awesome, Kathy awesome. Ann. Can't wait. Jamie, what is the difference between a slip lead and a dominant dog collar? So um, by appearance is possibly nothing, but a, but a dominant dog collar it gets it's it's designed to not go over your dog's head to be for the dog to wear it has a clip and a floating ring it goes around the dog's head you clip it to the floating ring and there's only about an inch of actual nylon left with a little d ring on it and you clip the leash to that what it does what it's used primarily for is to de-escalate the dog's arousal to take away the dog's oxygen um that's what it's used that's what it's used for all right Okie doke. Thanks, guys. Um, sorry we couldn't get to all your questions. We left a lot of them on the table. But um, um, ever use a bunker on a Malinois? Dave, yes, I have. Probably about 100 of them. And guess what? None of them attacked me. Every Malinois owner, not you, Dave, but every Malinois owner set will always say, if you ever tried that on my Malinois, it would bite its face off. So, I'll tell you a quick story and then we'll end this. First of all, let's first talk about the bonker. Let's first talk about corrections. I've only ever corrected a dog that's doing something that needed to be correcting. Okay? So I've only corrected a dog that needs to do something that needs to be correcting. So all these tough guys and tough gals out there that are like, if you ever do that to my Malinois and Shepherd, I'm like, well... If your Malinois or Shepherd was about to attack a person or a dog, I assure you, I would correct it. But if you think I'm going to walk up to your dog that's minding its own business and do anything to it, let alone pet it, reward it, correct it, you're just stupid. Not you, Dave, but like people don't understand, like do you not understand context? Do you not understand context? So 
Yes, I've done a lot of Malinois. I own a Malinois as well. But let me tell you a story about a Malinois who was so intensely protection trained. It went to a police department in where? I don't know. You Jam ask me this every time. And then it, it went to a police it. department, I think, in Jamaica. This Malinois was so intense that it got kicked off the force because it bit everything and anyone around it. And it wouldn't stop biting. It was biting the handler. It was biting all the other officers. It was biting everything. The dog had to wear a muzzle 24-7 now with its current owner, who possibly shouldn't be owning it. It's a highly controlled dog, though. So this Malinois escalates on corrections. And if anybody understands what that means is when you correct it, it actually goes into defense and actually makes it worse. And this dog bites and bites to harm. It was a professionally trained bite dog to be a canine dog, which are more intense than sport dogs. So the dog was at my seminar in Ohio. And I said, what's the issue? Oh, it goes after dogs. I said, fine. So what do we do? I grabbed the leash, had the dog next to me, and it started loading on a dog. I said, no, I bonked it. That dog hit the pavement quicker than you can say, hit the pavement. And the owner said, I've never seen my dog respond to a correction that way. It blows through double collars, remote collars, and doesn't give a shit. Why? It's a Malinois. But the bonker, boom. So yes, I've done it many times. And I also own a Malinois. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.